Welcome to Darna's Cruises Blog Podcast. This is for crew and for crew only. Cruises blog podcast on Spotify, and today our podcast number five with a very special guest all the way from Uruguay. But I'm pretty sure he's not in Uruguay right now. Hi, Javier, how are you doing? Good, and yourself? I'm here in Chile right now, but yes, as you said, I'm from Uruguay. I knew it, I knew it. You're not in Uruguay right now. So, uh, hi, everybody, this is Javier, he's um, a financial controller on board cruise ships. And so, Javier, you better than me, you can introduce yourself and talk about your job on the ship, please. Yeah, my job on the ship is right now financial controller. I am in charge of all the financial operations, everything that goes from um, cash flow in the credit card processing. I'm in uh, charge of the payroll operation as well. So I pay everybody's salary, including the captain. I'm not going to tell you how much, <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much it. It's, it's, it's just like the ship's um, senior accountant. I'm, I say senior because I have a bunch of uh, teammates that works with me that are, they're also part of the accounting process. And so that's uh, what I do right now. I, I work very closely with two departments, with three actually. One is the human resources uh, department, which is uh, in charge of all the crew well-being. So since I pay the salaries, uh, we also um, offer a lot of uh, financial services to the crew. So normally our offices, um, the crew financial offices are next to the human resources. I work very close to the uh, guest services uh, department. Uh, My office, uh, being the head of the finance on board, is normally next to the guest services desk, the front desk. Uh, because this is where uh, all the cash transactions happen. So I'm very close to them too. And the other one is the marketing and revenue department. I'm not directly in charge of the casino, but all the money that goes in the casino uh, eventually will end up in my safe, in my hands. So that's uh, overall what I do. So I guess you have a big safe on board the ship. Yes, actually, as a matter of fact, I do. Uh, it's, it's like, let's say, three times the size of a big fridge. Can, can, uh, you, can you tell us where's the safe, please? The safe is on the <laughs> ship. <laughs> awesome. Um, our podcast channel is started uh, only with division heads. So I've been uh, interviewing only senior staff. And um, our first um, podcast was a cruise director. The second was marketing mm-hmm. revenue manager. And our financial mm-hmm. controller. And when we do events mm-hmm. on board a ship, we, we used to call the financial controller our best friend. Because um, as you say, <laughs> you pay us twice a month, which is fantastic. We love mm-hmm. that day. Called payday. <laughs> That's true. Right. So can you tell That's us true. That's what's true. the steps? Like we, if, we, if I join the ship on your division, what's the first position, uh-huh. second, and to reach the, the highest one? Right. Uh, there is, um, depends on the size of the ship and on the biggest ships in the world, the four biggest ships in the world, the Royal Caribbean has the Oasis, the Allure, the Harmony and the Symphony and soon the, the Wonder. Uh, we have a bigger team. We have, uh, it's not that big. It's actually six people in total and the smaller ones are four of us in the financial department. Uh, if you want to start in my division, 
uh, on the you normally go to one of these uh, four uh, ships um, and you enter your entry level position will be apprentice purser the apprentice purser it's uh, just like a clerk uh, and like i said an apprentice is an apprentice position uh, normally you don't last more than one contract actually i would say half or more than half of the apprentice positions will stay uh, half contract or you know no more than one contract in that position and they may eventually transfer into a two stripes position which is uh, a second position let's say it's called second purser payroll if you are going to the payroll area or guest accounts purser which is you are in charge of all the guest transactions whether are cash or credit card processing and so on and you will work very close to the in the passengers area uh, you know having an administration work so pretty much that's it and in the smaller ships the lower position is actually guest account person or second person payroll once you go through those positions uh, you reach the first management position which is my right hand and it's the payroll manager it's called crew payroll manager and then you are in charge uh, together with me of uh, generating and processing the payroll um every like like i said twice a month and and once done with payroll manager then you become a financial controller it takes a few years to reach my position uh it took me about five to me uh, but i didn't start as apprentice payroll it didn't exist when i when i was then in the when i was in the, you know five years uh, i'm sorry yeah three four years into the position when i started in finance and I, that position didn't ex- is, exist so i started as a as a guest account person but i did my career through the front desk and as a matter of fact i even started as assistant waiter in the dining room really uh, I didn't so, know that. yeah i did no really yeah i did I, in 2003 I started as assistant waiter. I did a um, full contract. And during my second contract, I moved into the front desk. And during my third contract, I moved into the financial. And I've been in financial controller since 2011. 2011, yeah. wow. That's a long path. Yeah. And uh, what a main change mm-hmm. you have seen, like from when we started up to now, uh, regarding... Um, well... Is it is it easier process to deal with the money on the ship now? Is it what? Is it like easier to deal with the sh- uh, with the money uh, on the ship because of all the electronic credit cards and because I guess back in it, time it, is, it was pretty yes. hard having cash on board mm. the whole time. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like for example, uh, when I first started, just for you to have an idea, uh, like in the dining room, I didn't have any much of uh, office accesses, but then. As of my second year in the company in 2004, I remember I was working at the front desk and at night, um, uh, I remember that people from other departments were coming to me asking if I could send emails to their family. Mm. There were only a handful of positions on the ship that were, were having access to emails. And one of them was, was the front desk. Uh, so this is how it changed. A lot of things were in paper, handwritten, mm-hmm. and obviously technology and everything uh, speed up, you know, processing every single division. In my division, one of the, uh, I would say, my worst nightmares were having to pay the crew in cash, yeah. and that didn't happen until, like, I would say, 
five years or so. Yeah, I remember uh, when I joined the ship, with... was two cash. Yeah. Yeah. So when, you know, when we started to doing direct deposits, a lot easier. It's just calculations and pay electronically. But until not too long ago, we were like stuffing the cash into the envelopes and then distributing the envelopes to the crew. And that was a very lengthy, slow process, you know, and it wasn't, this wasn't really good either. So, yeah, we changed that. Everything have changed and speed up in, in regards to, to, you know, if processes and so on uh, with the, with the cash. That's, that's easier. Wow. And um, Javier, what yeah. would say would be the mm-hmm. benefits of working on cruise ships, like instead of working a land office? Uh, le- well, let me tell you, in my position and in my division especially, think of an office work where you go at, uh, I would say, 8, 9 in the, in the morning to work and you work until 12.30, 1 o'clock. And then you take that entire afternoon off. You walk off the ship. You take a bath in Cozumel, you eat uh, nachos and enchiladas, <laughs> then you go and jump into the sea, yes. then you come back fresh with vitamin, yes. vitamin D in your body, all salty, then you take a shower, and then you return to your office around 6 p.m. and you work until 10, you know? So, yes, I did have my eight hours of office hours, but with a big break in between where I had to go to the office, uh, to, to my second office, which is the beach. And then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. These are my working office hours. On a ship, you actually have, when you're in port, you have your afternoon off. And depending on your position, uh, you may be able to get off the ship in every afternoon if you want to. Uh, or, you know, but... If not every afternoon, I would say most of the afternoons where the ships are in port, you can get off the ship. It's not like some guests will ask, are you able to get off the ship? Of course, it's not the jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the benefits that, uh, it, you know, the, I will say one of the best benefits is working on a ship is traveling. You know, I have an office on the bigger ships, uh, let's say, well, not on the bigger ships, but depending on the ship, I have a big window in in the in the office so imagine just having a different landscape every single day out of the same office you know it's just a, a few people in the world that have su- such kind of offices uh but yeah the i will say the best benefit is just to get into know um different cultures and uh, different people from around the world uh getting to know different accents which that's one of the things uh, you know i still amazed uh, but traveling is, is is the best, you know. I think uh, uh, those wanderlust like like us um, and the likes uh, office works and so on. They, they, this is one of the best jobs in the world. Cool. Um, now, being a senior staff, I know that there is much more responsibilities than when you're staff. But at the same time, you get more benefits, like your own cabin, um, and also yeah. the feeling that you don't have a boss, right? Like you can manage your own time. <laughs> You can do your job. Yeah. You can do your own schedule. So it's, it's, yeah. it's it gets better, right? Yeah, I mean, th- that part of you don't have a boss. Yes, unless you're the CEO of the corporation, you will always will have a boss. Yeah, <laughs> true. But, no, that is but true. I, I know what I know what you mean. Like but I mean, manage your own time. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So let's say let's start from the beginning. My division, one of the. Uh, advantages and benefits that people like from the ship they know how how it is like most of the crew share cabins they have a bunk bed that share a cabin for, for two, of two but my division have an attraction that no other division have 
uh, every single member, whether you're an apprentice, an entry-level position, you will have your own cabin, okay? Uh, so that, that's a good thing. Um, and obviously, as you um, grow and your career gets better, uh, the better the paycheck, the bigger the cabin, the more the responsibility, you know? Everything comes hands to hand. There's a lot more mental stress and responsibility. Imagine being in charge of the money. Uh, one of all my other duties is when the ship is outside of the U.S., uh, it's just having enough foreign exchange for the crew and the guests to, to transact, to have available for purchasing, you know, so they can get off the ship. And if you're in Europe, you use euro. If you're in China, you use uh, RMB, yuan, if you, you know. So we have to have that. Imagine if I don't have enough money to supply change to the casino. There's a lot of responsibilities that if you don't do the proper math, then the service uh, to the guest gets ultimately affected uh, and to the crew. True. And, responsibilities uh, that, that, you know, but uh, yeah, the benefits are yeah. there. Just a reminder to everybody that um, the, the job titles and the pathway changed a little bit from company to company, but it's pretty much the same, right? Yeah, it does. Uh, my position, like I said, is financial controller. In other companies, it's called chief accountant. And the let's say the the, the companies are, are have a tendency to change the name of my position because they're splitting duties. But even in Royal and the, the current name in many companies or uh, cruise lines around the world is called chief purser. The chief purser. Uh, in Royal used to be in charge not only the financial operations part, but also the human resources part and the guest services uh, part of it. So there was a lot of responsibility. But now, uh, as the cruise industry developed around the world, there's a lot of more uh, intricacies and, and, um, and rules and regulations that uh, you know, involves and demands a lot more time and, and a lot of more personnel specific for certain duties. So in 2007, my position of chief, chief purser was split into three departments, uh, which is currently the human resources department, financial operations, which is where I stayed, and then guest services. Wow. They, yeah, they all used to report to me up to 2007. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. How many countries have you been visited so far? According to an app that I have, 82. 82! <laughs> Well, yeah. you're, you're the winner so 82. far. Yeah, I, I, I've been very lucky, to be honest with you. There's people in the company that have been longer than me that have never worked in areas which I did, you know. And, like, I've been uh, blessed and lucky in the sense of that I work in every area where Royal Caribbean has a ship. I work, uh, I started in the Caribbean, like, like, which is the most common, but on my first contract, I already traveled the Atlantic and sailed out of Harwich to the Baltic. Then on my second contract, I did the Pacific coast out of LA going to the, um, you know, Mexican Riviera, the Western, the Pacific area of Mexico. Then I did Alaska. I did South America, as you know, many times. Mm -hmm. I did, uh, but I did also Asia. I've been in China, Japan, Vietnam, Thailand, and all where all the Asian cities are going. And I did, I did also with the Voyager. The, the very first time the Voyager went into Asia. Uh, I wasn't that team, so I actually remember I joined the first time the Voyager arrived into Singapore, and then we did all the the China season, and we finished the first China season, and we went down under to Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, and Vanuatu, and all that. I did Polynesia, the cross. I've been, like I said, I've been very lucky, even north of Africa, you know, Morocco and Tunisia with with the splendor <laughs> uh, back in the days. So, yeah.
Ah, and and out of this, so many places, what would be your three favorite ports? Mm. Wow. Is it hard to tough. choose, right? I will, I, it's very tough. It's very tough. I will choose, uh, I will tell you one from, I will say, let's go with uh, Europe. I will tell you one that nobody will say because I will tell you Barcelona. Barcelona is most common. It's a city that I, I would definitely will live there. Uh, However, there is a, exactly, I would go anytime and leave and stay but i will go with a, a very exotic port uh, i like I, I like a lot of the nature so i will go with a port called flam in norway flam i remember that i went a couple of times and i was amazed with the nature the waterfall it's just amazing it's a very little uh, corner in the north of um sorry it's not north it's kind of halfway in norway and it's really amazing that will be one flam um then i will go i would go to with sydney i think sydney uh, it is really amazing everything is there you dock right in front of the opera house sydney is an amazing city the sail away you name it it's really really cool nice. so sydney flam barcelona i can tell you a bunch you know it's very difficult to choose uh, you know a few but then you know one that I, I still enjoy just like the first day and everything is close by and I love the beach and the clubs and the resort, hotel and so on, it's Cozumel. Cozumel is a, it's a port that is quite, um, you know... Yeah, it's pretty much everyone's favorite by port, the guests. Cozumel. Yeah, Cozumel, <laughs> everything is there. It's, it's a good... Um, the water is amazing. You arrive and you see the, the, you see the water underneath the school of the, the, of, of the ship and you'll see, you know, like five meters below the sea level because the water is so transparent it's blue it, it's just amazing yeah everything is there good food you know good wood good uh, beaches water and everything is, is very nice. close decent prices yeah what else beautiful now to close yeah, up good. our podcast yeah. today javier what would be your mm. most awkward funny situation that you had on board wow awkward and i will say can I can um, I can I tell I'm, you the truth now? I'm going through yeah, a very a... awkward situation because by the time we were talking, my dog is trying mm. to make love with his pet with his puppy with his, with his <laughs> plush toy, and I've been having okay, a hard okay. time to block him, but he's he's trying hard. But tell me, <laughs> uh, what can I say? There is um. You know, as you know, my my wife is um is an uh, works in entertainment as well, uh, like you, uh, and um, so I am a helper and participant of all this. Uh, guest oh, activities. I know that. Tell uh, me about it. You know, I've done a little. A little I don't know how many times I knock your office. Say, Javier, please come, please, please. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, I've uh, I've did a, a a lot of um, you know help with the entertainment, dancing, and so on and so forth. But one of the activities that I participated the most, which is frequent on a seven days cruise, is dancing with the stripes. Which is a kind of dance the superstars TV show, right? That's correct. Uh, dancing with the stripes is like dancing with the stars. Just the stars are the guests, yes. let's say. Yes. No, the stars are, are, are the officers, different. So the, the guests get to dance with the, with the officers. But in, um, in, a, 
in, a, in the crossing where we have a lot of more days, what we do is we stretch the on a seven days cruise, you per, pretty much you do the activity one night, you know, so you do elimination rounds until the final two or three, and then you get a winner. On a crossing, which is like we have like five, six, seven more days uh, at sea, then you stretch the activity and do the preliminary rounds, longer songs and so on. And what we normally were doing, we were doing like a grand finale in the theater, mm-hmm. the packed full theater and with rehearsed songs. And then we normally get a coach, which is one of the dancers, you know, mm-hmm. just like the normal TV show. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was, um, I, I participated like in three of them. Uh, and on this one, I was brought it up and the winner was actually my wife. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was better. But, but this time I beat her. The last, the last time, the last we did on the jewel, I was the winner and she was like second or third. Oh, I had a really good partner. But anyway, but that one in particular, I was um, with a partner. The guest was from Argentina. Okay. And the song that we chose was tango. Uh, we had to do rehearsals in uh, the conference room. You know, conference room, this is the places that we choose to do the rehearsal with the door closed and so on. I actually did a preliminary with the, with her in the, um, you know, in the centrum with all the guests and so on. But then when I had to do the rehearsals, man, in that closed little room, I, me and the coach, we said, is it you? No, is it me? No, it's not me. The guest had a problem with the other end. Oh, no. It was like, no, 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 no. I cannot tell you. It, it almost made me cry. Oh, the no. The armpit on your niche. No, man. <laughs> you know, I was, because the center is an open place. So, you know, you go and you, you, you do the dance in the dance floor. But then when we had to do rehearsal, we said, no way, with the door closed. It's a flood. Let's, let's speed up this thing. So we gave it the benefit of the doubt. And so one, okay, it was probably this time. So the second time that we did rehearsal was the same or worse. I don't know. The woman didn't use the deodorant or she had a problem with the, you know, uh, with the skin. I'm not too sure, but it was really, really tough. That was the more most awkward, uh, you know, situation that I ever had. We didn't know how to tell her, but we were just counting the seconds to get out of that conference room every time that we did rehearsal and so on because it was a killer. It made us cry. I, I know that we have but to anyway. force wash your hands on the ship, but maybe we should be forced to take a shower as well. <laughs> I, I tell you, what, it was something else. But but yeah, yeah, thank you so it much. It is. was a pleasure to talk to you. It's, it's been a long time, but I appreciate yeah, your participation here in our podcast. Okay. Thank okay. you so much. And um, All right, thank you. you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we have so much more to come. So stay tuned to Donna's Cruises blog podcast. Ciao for now. Thank mm-hmm. you.